Welcome to the Heart to Biz podcast, the show for people to share their heart behind what they do. Be reminded why you started and discover what keeps you going. Here's Laurel and Shasta. Hi, I'm Shasta. And I'm Laurel. And on this episode of Heart to Biz, we have Rob with an incredible story of how he switched careers and started his own business. And now he's with Transamerica Financial Advisors. And I'm so excited for you to hear his heart behind what he does. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Rob. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So, Rob, financial advice from Army to financial advice. Tell us about this journey and, and tell us a little bit. Well, first, tell us a little bit about your business and then we'll find out about your journey. Well, so basically, you know, in a nutshell, we teach average Americans the financial concepts that historically have only been available to the wealthy. You know, a lot of firms out there, they don't even want to talk to you. Uh, if you have less than $250,000 to save with them. And even then you're considered one of their poor clients. <laughs> and, um, you know, and so, you know, we have an opportunity to help the masses. And because in my philosophy, it's not the dollar amount, it's the habit. And <laughs> it doesn't matter where you come from, but where you're going. And we can help everybody for, you know, to um, really protect their family, um, build wealth, you know, stave off and taxes and inflation and you know and you know and really enjoy a quality retirement as they move forward so how did you get into this business well so um basically prior to doing this business i was in real estate and um and that's a good business i like that it's, (laughs) it's a very good business as a realtor and um you know but in 2014 my wife got sick and, you know, and she went to four different doctors and got, uh, and got a bunch of antibiotics. And because we thought she had like pneumonia or you know, bronchitis or something. And, um, and she, and actually at the end of 2014, she started feeling a little bit better. And we did our Christmas travels and all that stuff. Then the fever came back and the symptoms came back. And, you know, she's like, I'm just going to go to UC Davis Medical Center and they'll figure out. And they did. And the one thing that was not in our universe was you've got cancer and she was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. And um, so while I was in real estate, I wasn't doing a whole lot of real estate because I was helping her fight cancer for two years and she passed away in 2016. And, um, and a couple of things came of that, you know, um, first I made it my mission to make sure nobody goes through what I went through. And um, because it was terrible. And we had made all the excuses about insurance. It's too expensive. We're too young. We're too healthy. We don't need it. And we were wrong. And, um, you know, and I learned it's better to have it 10 years too soon than need it one minute too late. And, um, and as a realtor, I was also, looking, you know, I'm selling houses and people are buying insurance on the buildings, but they're not doing anything for the people inside. And so, you know, and when I found this in 2019, I was able to do both. I was able to help them with their house purchase and help protect the family inside. And then obviously COVID hit and it became really tough showing properties. So I kind of pivoted and went more full-time with this and part-time with real estate. And, um, and now here we are, you know, um, 
to where I'm pretty much full-time transmitter. Wow. You took something that was completely heartbreaking and you turned it into something where you can actually help people. How has that been for you going through that transition and using your story to help others in your career now? Well, you know, initially I, I wouldn't worse, wish it on my worst enemy, but you know, it's, um, you know, it's not what happens to you. It's how you react to it. And in the beginning, I didn't react all that good. But, you know, but as I started to heal and as I started to recover, I said, you know, there's a lot of people like me making the same excuses that I made because they just don't know and they don't un understand the importance. Oh, that happens to other people, but not me. And like I said, if you give me a list of a million things that could have been wrong with my wife, cancer wasn't one of them. It wasn't even in our universe. And so, you know, in a way I woke up and I, and I felt that compelled to help wake up a whole bunch of other people. And that's kind of why I'm doing what I'm doing. And so I feel good, you know, with, you know, just like, you know, in real estate, you know, you feel good when you hand over the keys to something, to somebody and a family and they get that new home. The feelings here, it's, it's the same, but it's also, I think a little bit more meaningful because not only are you getting them a place to live, but you're protecting them, their family, in a way that will last for hopefully generations to come. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like your story has really helped you be empathetic towards what people are going through and has helped you really explain to them the importance of it in a completely different way? Absolutely. You know, I mean, it, it, and it, it, it's funny because one of my clients, she, um, I won't use the exact words that she used, but she goes, Rob, you're the only financial person I've ever met that's actually gone through this stuff mm -hmm. and um and you know i've lived through it and you know and there's a difference between theory and life experience so and, true and and i've been there mm -hmm. yeah so let's talk about how you run your business so who do you talk to what do you talk to them about like who's your tip give us a typical client and the kind of conversations you have with them the things that you look at with them so, you know, it, it, it's always hard because I don't really have a typical client, but <laughs> I, if, if I had to say typical, it's basically people who are dissatisfied with their current financial situation and that have a desire to improve it in the short term as well as the long term. Now, we provide kind of what I call womb to tomb financial services or a three with a 360 degree approach. So, you know, that takes care of, you know, kids college funding at the early ages to retirement planning as they start working to protecting their families as they start a family then we go into making sure they're able to retire when they want to retire and then ultimately it's long-term care needs and end of life preparations and um you know right now probably the biggest thing that's going on is in addition to that is um a lot of people to change jobs over the last three years because of covid they have like these old 401ks from like three jobs ago and, mm. and you know they, they want to take control of that so that's probably the biggest thing that i'm getting right now and but you know we we do, we do everything in between so you help people with their investments with their insurances and with their planning exactly okay and and um and do you have a fiduciary responsibility to the people that you're working with um, how do. do you work the like the payment or how do you get paid? Is it so basically, you know, we're what's called a broker dealer. 
Okay, so we're not we don't offer a one size fits all solution. I'm we have actually have over 180 different providers that we do business with, which allows me to zero in and drill down to provide personalized and individualized financial you know solutions to my clients. And mm -hmm. um and so um and how we get compensated, I don't get paid to talk. Okay, I know there's people out there and you know even attorneys and stuff, they get paid to talk, okay? You're not on the clock with me. The only way that I get compensated is by helping you solve one of your financial needs. Mm -hmm. So it's win-win. I help you, and in doing so, I get compensated. Awesome. And um, how often do you typically meet with your clients? Like your, if you had like a perfect client, because I know sometimes people don't have time to meet with you as often as you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so obviously in the initial phase, you know, when we're trying to get them set up and, you know, get all the documents in order and get everything done, it could be, you know, several times, like within a few weeks, usually the way I have my initial approach is it's kind of like a doctor's office, you know, you go in, you get a checkup, then, you know, you run a bunch of tests and then they come back for the diagnosis and the prescription. I do I'm a financial doctor, for lack of a better word. You know, I do your financial review. I, I look at it. I do the analysis. And then I come up with the recommendations or my prescription, quote unquote. And um, and so that, you know, it could happen very quickly, like within just a couple of, of days or weeks. And then um, and then once we have an established client relationship and, you know, then I I personally like to talk at least once a quarter with my clients. Oh, wow. At very minimum, um, semi-annually. Um, usually the times that I love talking to clients is usually in May and October. Why? Well, because April was just before May and they had to pay taxes. Yeah. And if they don't like their tax consequences, we need to talk about that. Why October? Because that's the deadline if you filed an extension to pay your taxes. Plus also October, if we need to make adjustments financially, then, you know, that gives us November, December to get those in place so we can, um, so that maybe we can reduce that tax burden. Okay, great. Hmm. Wow. And what would you say to kind of speak on your heart of how you go about working with your clients? What would you say like the biggest differences between how you do things versus how other people do things in your industry? You know, I mean, there, there, there's all kinds of advisors and, and I can't say, you know, anyone's bad, you know, but there are some that are just in it for the money, for the commission to make the, the buck, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and I mean, in everything we do, you know, we have to be compensated, but I think, you know, really is the heart and, you know, I, and not that other advisors don't, but I really care about, you know, my people, my clients um, situation, their family, and, you know, and ultimately we become more friends than client, you know, advisor relationship. And because I really do care. And like mm -hmm. I said, I've, I've lived through it. I know what the alternative looks like and it's not fun. Exactly. I know yeah. that, you know, with Laurel, it's not just a transaction. When we go and help people that buying their house, it's, it's relationship that we create and we're helping them through these situations that they're going through. And because Laurel has been through similar situations in her life as well, she's able to use those um, to have empathy and then to really put her heart into it. And it sounds like that's what you do too. 
Absolutely. You know, and are you creating, you know, so are most people really just creating a roadmap and you're helping them along that, or are they just trying to solve a problem now? Yes, to both. <laughs> so to both. So yes, there are some people that they go, I have this immediate need. I need you to take care of it. Okay. And, and we can solve that immediate need, you know, whether it's, you know, trying to pay less in taxes, you know, or like I said, you know, they have those old 401ks that they want to consolidate and, and have more control over. And, you know, and sometimes they do that. Um, and then, but then other people, like I might have five or six recommendations for a person. They can't do implement all five or six all at once. So yeah. maybe we start off, what's the most urgent now? Then, you know, we revisit and we like say, okay, when do we want to implement this, you know? And then, you know, and then we go and we look at that. Great. And how many people, how, how big is your company? Is it just you or do you have people or? Well, so I'm, I'm a, a registered representative with Transamerica, you okay. know, and um, Transamerica was founded after the um, 1906 earthquake in San Francisco. And um, so it's, it's been around quite a while. And um, so, you know, basically we have, you know, um, over 50,000 advisors nationwide and in multiple office locations and branches. Wow. Um, and, you know, and the one thing that's nice about us is our diversity. Mm -hmm. You know, we actually have more female advisors than any other financial firm in the United States. And I think if you added up all the ethnicities and the languages we speak, we'd probably rival the United Nations. But <laughs> you know, so we, so we get it, and you know, we yeah. would help a wide berth of you know diversity of people. What do you, so do you have a lot of people you can talk to, and you have a lot of products and 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 resources. So not just like if you're on your own, you have a wide resource of, right. of what you can do to help people. Okay. And what do you do on those really really hard days? As I can imagine, you sitting down with those people who are going through a situation that you have been through, does it ever bring up some emotions? Like, how do you deal with those hard days when you're sitting in front of someone who's going through what you went through? You know, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, I would lie if it didn't bring up, you know, the emotions and the memories of the past. But, you know, I take comfort in knowing that I'm in a position to help them avoid my mistakes. Mm -hmm. You know, as you know, I, I have two kids. And as parents, we want to raise our kids so that they avoid the mistakes that we made when we were little. Okay. And that kind of rolls over into how I feel about my clients. I want them, you know, if if I can help them avoid my mistakes, then that's great. Mm -hmm. Has there been like an, a rewarding moment where you knew that this is exactly where I'm supposed to be? This is exactly what I was meant to be doing. You know, um, there's been a couple of different moments, you know, I can't say there's been like one all encompassing defining moment, but you know, I, I, I get reminded of it each time that I get a client protected each time that I solve their problem, just like with Laurel buying a house or, you know, helping, you know, a family that maybe they lost a, a parent or, and they just need to liquidate that property, but they don't have the ability to do it. <laughs> I, you know, and so she can come in and solve that problem for them. I try to do the exact same thing with people's finances. So if I can help them solve their problems and just take that one little ounce of concern 
off of their back that so that they don't have to think about it, then that's huge for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, 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 and I, and so I, I get reminded of that every time I help a client. Oh, it's amazing. You know, that's kind of why we do this um, podcast because, you know, look, I buy houses, you sell financial products, right? Um, other people, you know, help people with hospice or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a living. But what defines us is the ability to reach out and touch people and, and create our relationships with people. Um, and, um, you know, that's one of the reasons why we started the podcast. So we really, really appreciate you sharing those hard things with everyone and, um, um, reminding us all that, you know, probably the best thing to do is to touch people. And, uh, that enriches us, not just letting us take care of our families, but it, um, also enriches our soul or a heart and kind of makes what we do cool. So. Um, how do people find out more about what you're doing? How can people get a hold of you if they have a financial problem that they need help you solving? So they, I'm all over social media. So I got Facebook, you know, um, I'm on LinkedIn. Very simply, they can go to basically my name, robcunha.com. And, you know, that that's my website. And, and I can be contacted very easily through that. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not an undercover agent, you know, so I, uh, I, ha- I'm quite out there. So, you know, a, a simple Google search will find me, but the easiest place is through my website, robcunha.com. And that's uh, R-O-B, Cunha is C-U-N-H-A. Right. Dot com. Dot com. All one word. All right. Perfect. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Rob, for sharing your heart and um, sharing that really special story that really inspired you to continue to change the lives of so many that you get to help. So we are grateful to know you um, and to be able to have the opportunity to hear even more. Please subscribe to Heart to Biz if you want to hear more stories like Rob. We have episodes coming every single Thursday for Heart to Biz. Like this video and comment down below what inspired you that Rob said. And take a look at his website and see how he can help you and join us next Thursday for a brand new episode. Thank you for listening to the Hard to Biz podcast. For more information on past and upcoming episodes, please visit hard2biz.com.